I'd like to turn from to the very beginning of the Bible in Genesis 1 1. Genesis 1 and 2 and a little bit of 3. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, If you've read the beginning of the Bible much at all, as soon as I stopped after the words, and God said, your mind probably kept going easily. And he, okay, yeah, he, and this and that. Well, that's good if it did, because, of course, it goes on with just to tell us what all happened when God said. And God said is where everything's at. It has to do, of course, we know with the whole earth, everything about the earth. You think of it, it's in there. Everything about the earth, everything about the universe that man knows, thinks he knows, hopes to yet find out, everything living, it's all, and God said, of course, even any boundaries or limits has goes back to, and God said. So it's all about what God said. It's no wonder that after all is said and done, as far as people go, the bottom line of real matter, of what really counts is, the bottom line is, and God said. What God said. I was in, it was interesting to me to find out that we speak around 30,000 words a day. Individuals, I'm sure they would vary. We might get humorous out of that. How many would be less and far more? But, uh, and then, so that would round up to just under 11 million a year. Words that you would speak in a year. And then, really, you want to have fun with that, you start timesing that by your age. See how many words maybe you've, you've spoken up till now. Well, God gave the language. He gave us these words. Thank God for that. What a blessing that is. Uh, can you imagine without that? But then there's words, but then there's substance of words in there. You don't live very long until you realize that there's, there's words that amount to something. There's words that are quite meaningless. There's words that literally are trash. But that's all God's blessing. There's phases we go through that take our interest, things we talk about for maybe our entire life, certain things we're interested in long enough, but uh, it, some of that we can look back on of what we talked about a lot, had a lot to say about. We might be glad about it. We might have regrets about it. Just even thinking like this, an example that made me think of way back there as an older teenager, a friend of mine, we were friend and I were in his car, nice car, and uh, we were out tooling around. And of all things, 
Wouldn't you know what a car come alongside of us that we had both seen out at the dragway? And it was, uh, we'd watched it race. And so one thing led to another. The way they went, we went. But uh, the fact that shocked us, the fact that my friend's car won't beat that other car. Now, can you imagine how many words we had at that time? I mean, words of excitement, shouting and yelling. I mean, we were both talking at the same time. I mean, this was big, exciting stuff. Important stuff. And we spent the rest of the evening just talking about that. And any of our peers, we could see why we had a lot to say about it. A lot of words, big, exciting thing. Why this is just the greatest thing ever. Well, now I look back. By now, did those words really amount to anything? Not at all. I mean, that was, uh, it doesn't, they don't, they didn't matter at all. I might look back on it with a chuckle. But you know, it's amazing that really the real value compared to what God said, the real value our words have are when they can get connected with God in any way, in a good way. Then, because God is who He is, and what He said is bottom line, that gives substance to our words. And what a difference that makes. A big difference. In fact, as I thought about this as sitting up here tonight, I thought, wow, um, it didn't take very long. Man just, God gave the blessing of language, words, but it didn't take very long for man even to get used so many words with all of his planning that he had great plans. I took a lot of words. Great plans to build a tower up to the heavens and God had to come down and disperse the language throughout the world. That was a blessing to man, whether he knew it at the time or not. Because the bottom line is what God says. To the extent of, let me read this to you, what Malachi says in 3.16 and 17. Then they that feared the Lord spake often one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord and that thought upon his name. And they shall be mine, saith the Lord of hosts, in that day when I make up my jewels, and I will spare them as a man spareth his own son that serveth him. Wow. We can have words that mount to that much. Our own words that are that are that meaningful and have that much substance. As I even the story I mentioned to you, that was before I was saved. And what whatever all that words were about and all of these before then and even you know many times since we we uh, we use words for a lot of reasons, but the real things I can look back on compared to anything like that, what really matters then and in my life now are what my vocabulary and words I used that had to do with God. Now they had substance. Now it mattered. God, what God and God said, is so powerful. And has so much substance, you can see what God says. We can't do that. You can't see what someone says. You can't see someone's words because we can't speak and form anything. But God, you can see what God says. You can see the very 
words of God by everything we look at, everything around us, whatever we're looking at, nature, many things, everything is, has to do with, and God said. John 1.3 says, All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. But what about what man makes? Well, man makes some things, but they're all only made with items that God made. They're all only made with everything that has to do with, and God said. We can come up with new things. We can find out, we can make new things, but we find out more uses for what, and God said. Even if it comes to recycling, we can come up with uh, more things to do, uh, to do with that. So it's no wonder that Ecclesiastes 9, 1 9th falls right into that. It says, there's no new thing under the sun. Because one way or the other, it all goes back to, and God said. Talk about bottom line. Bottom line to everything. God said, let's make man in our own image. And when he said that, he was thinking far more than just the, the first two individuals he created. When he said, let's make man in our image, this is God that said this and performed it, then he was thinking of every generation, all through the ages, every individual. He was thinking of you. He was thinking of you when God of all said, let's make man. So if that being the case, you could actually look in the mirror and just say, and God said, and it'd be right. God didn't make any mistakes. No one is here by mistake. It's all because, and God said, Talk about a purpose. We're here because God had a purpose. We can look in a mirror and say, had God said? No, that wouldn't make one proud, really. Not at all. It would be very humbling to just stand and do that because to realize in before God, wow, and thrilling to realize the value God puts on you. He said it. And here we are, here you are, on this earth. What an incredible thing that is thrilling, humbling, the value God puts on each individual. No one is here by mistake. God said it. And I believe it. Because how can we not believe it? Whether Regardless of what one may feel about God or not, they're only here because God said it. Well, you can even feel what God said. That's incredible. We can even feel what God said. Not only can we see all the things that he said, that he created, all we can see physically, that we can touch everything that he has created, but even if we, if it's something we can't touch physically, one way or the other, we're going to feel it. Because God said it. 
many examples, you can just, your mind can just go and go, but just use a simple one. Use a sunset. You can't reach out and touch it, but you can feel it. I'll say that, and what I mean by that is it amazes me when, especially maybe you're at the beach, and it becomes time for sunset, and here come the lawn chairs, or here come the chairs, and people come out just in time. You know, man puts up a fireworks display, and if they just go a few feet in the air, and, 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 and that's, that's it, and it's all over. But every day, clockwork, God has to say, have to say anything. Out come people, say, oh, this is a great day for a beautiful sunset. And great effort are made, and blankets out, and look there, and, and it's kind of, it's just, it's shocked me that way. And they, this, they're looking at God. And we'll go, ooh, wow, well, what does that feel? Those are emotions. Those are emotions that people feel, we're feeling what thus saith the Lord. And God said, taking pictures, salvation, how about that? You see it. Do you see salvation? Sure do. Do you feel salvation? I guess so. Do other people see salvation in an individual? Do other people feel it? We've been hearing that tonight. Absolutely. And God said. This is a glorious thing. How do our words have value? Begin to have value and substance. Connect them to what and God said, your life, your quality, everything about it, your hope of heaven, we all know this. It changes completely. It brings substance to our very existence and our very words. Because connected, we connect it with, and God said. When I thought of this, I thought of a testimony of Brother Walt Smith. And he... Uh, because you'll start out with his testimony. He said, I was an atheist. And I just, he just, he let everybody know, I'm an atheist. He had a lot, he said, I fought God. And he had a lot of words, didn't he? You talk about wasted words. An atheist. And going to, exp- and going to proclaim the fact of how he didn't believe in God. But then his testimony goes, right down here in Linton. You'd hear him say Linton, Oregon. Well, Linton, Linton is almost part of Portland, right across the Willamette River. And you go through there. Uh, I, uh, he would work in a sawmill. And I used to go by, I remember that sawmill. I'd go by and I'd think of him every time. I don't know if there's anything left of that sawmill. But he would say, I was there working, and all the machinery, screaming, he said, you could hear no one. Uh, th- you couldn't hear anyone uh, 30 feet right next to you. They'd have to come, they'd have to come right next to you and scream in your ear. And he said, uh, I was working there in that sawmill, no one around. Closest one was 30 feet. And the Lord said, the only happiness is in the Lord. And he looked up and he realized, he said it was an experience. He said, I could not doubt it. I, it was so real. He didn't know what to do. And he went over to a friend, a, a friend of his working in the sawmill, looked him up and spun him around, and he said it was a, he was a Krauser, a, a regular criminal, worse than him, and he said, there's a God. And he said the man didn't even crack a smile, or not, he didn't make a joke. He knew something was real. 
went home. Home, he went to his father's house. And he said father, maybe father and mother. But they, they, he went there and, and he said, I had a visit from the Lord. And his father thought, Walt has finally gone over the edge. He's finally lost it. But then his father made a comment. He said, something's happened. Because this is Friday night and Walt is sober. When God says something, he says it. We're so thankful for what God says. It brings meaning to everything. It brings meaning to what we have to say. What a difference. When we have something from the Lord to say, it makes people that are timid, here tonight, timid, have something to say. Because it's connected to God. And God said, that's everything. So Walt, he... He went, I got to check into this. He went to church, ended up at the Apostolic Faith Church and sat there and listened to testimonies. People that have some substance because they were connecting their words with what God said. Everything God said. That's your salvation. And he said, if, if I could have that, I would have everything. He went and prayed and God saved him. His old workers saw it. They felt it. Through an individual. No, no one's here by mistake. Through an individual, they could see and feel and God said. Just like it's, it's really uh, amazing. In fact, sometimes he would, he would say to me, when between the prayer room and the coming into the church, he'd say, it's always exciting. I still remember that. Coming out, coming from the prayer room into, into the, the sanctuary for service, it's still exciting. Can you feel it? Yeah, you can feel it. What God says, first, as far as regarding feeling, First Peter 1, 8 through 10 says, Whom having not seen, ye love. There's something to be connected to. In whom, though now we ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls, of which salvation this prophets have inquired and searched diligently, who prophesied of the grace that should come to you. We're in trouble sometimes, but the grace has come to us. We're here because, and God said, no mistake, and thank God for his wonderful salvation plan. We're still enjoy trying to put it into words, and we need to continue to do that. We try, we fall, we, we keep trying to put into words what can't really be put into words properly. But it's great to try, and God blesses it. We read from Malachi how he looks down upon that, looks upon it with, with great delight. And it's, it's what gives our words value. Can we hear straight from God today? Troublesome times, confusing times. But can we hear straight from God today? Does God change? How about hearing something from God like this? I will 
about that? God said it in Matthew 8, Matthew 8, 2 and 3. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. I wonder what the anticipation as he said that to the Lord. What am I going to hear? And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will. God said that to an individual. You ever wondered, Lord, will you? The Lord said, I will. Be thou clean. And immediately the leprosy was cleansed. Yes, God speaks straight to us. And he does today. God still saves. God still sanctifies. He said it. He still baptizes with the Holy Spirit. He said it. He still heals. He said it. He even said, I will. We read this, all these things. Yes, we have God's... One thing, whatever that man was going to hear, when he said, when he said, if you will, one thing for sure, I believe with all my heart, and one way or the other, even if he wasn't healed, but we expect that, and that's what he was expecting, but he would have heard something about the will of God. So do we, in one way or the other. Because God says, God still leads. God is always in control. And he's in control of this world. This world is simply on God's time clock. And we can feel that too. But we're on God's time clock. It's everything as God said. But as far as, as far as getting from here to where God is, He's coming soon. Meanwhile, His Spirit is still on this earth. Though there's corruption all around and upside down, evil, but His Spirit is still here till it's taken out when He returns. But it's still here doing everything God is. He said it. And how do we get as far as getting from here to where God is? I want to read uh, Isaiah 30, 21. And in thine ears shall hear a word behind thee. This is the way. Walk ye in it when ye turn to the right and when ye turn to the left. This is what God said. And this is what God said that we can have. And this is something Closing that God wants to say to everyone. Matthew 25, 23. His Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou in to the joy of the Lord. Yes. Are you saved? Are you on your way? God said it. He's not willing any perish. No accidents on this earth. Far in the human race. He's not willing any perish. Thank God for its, that God's word is all in place. Thank God he still answers prayer. He's ready to answer right now. Whatever prayer we have, whatever concern, whatever need. God is God. And God said it. Thank God he's still the same. We'll stand and sing. You'll have another opportunity to come forward or kneel where you are.
and seek God in prayer. He will hear you.